Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Surgecast, Season Two, Episode Fifty One, presented by Prime Wax Hockey and a part of the Five New Game Sports Network. I'm Zach Martin. I'm Bailey Curtis. I'm Kat Hunter. And t- today uh, we have a special guest with us. He was with us a couple times this season. Uh, a perfect guest to kind of wrap up the playoffs for your Carolina Hurricanes. We got Colin from Home Ice Advantage. Colin, how are you doing today, man? I was feeling a lot better until Kat and Bailey said their names all depressed-like, and like oh, I felt yeah. the joy leave my body. <laughs> I told Jeez. you before, it's not depression. It's anger, and I'm holding it in. I'm, I'm just numb. I All right, well, I, 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 I guess well, I guess we'll get the therapy session started. So, uh, so Bailey, how does how does it make you feel knowing that unfortunately, our Carolina Hurricanes are officially eliminated from the 2023 Stanley Cup playoffs? To echo what some of the guys said last night, it doesn't feel like it should be over with how this series has gone. Um, it's bittersweet because you look at everything that this team has accomplished especially the with the adversity that we've kind of gone through this season losing patches getting him back losing him again um losing Svechnikov the way that we did um what happened to and the injuries and things that kind of happened sprinkled in throughout playoffs like it's it, it, it's a bittersweet ending. Um, it shouldn't have ended the way that it did, but it was such an even series. Any of those games could have gone either way. Just pan- and the Panthers got those luckier bounces, and Matthew Kachuk decided to show his superstardom uh, to finish it out for him. It it sucks. Yeah, no, it's and what Rod said after. I, I understand where, where Rod was coming from. Like the wording, it is what it is. But I mean, he was right though. If you look at it in the retrospect of how this series went, I mean, Carolina was in all the games. Mm-hmm. Like every every game was one goal. It wasn't like I love Ve- the- Vegas and it wasn't Vegas and Dallas where it was. Oh, here's a shutout, or here's like a route and all right. that. It's just it was never like that. All it was was the, that Florida just was able to score the last goal to get to get them their wins. And unfortunately Carolina just ran into one of the hottest goalies mm-hmm. I've seen ever in the playoffs. They got, I mean, they got they Bob. Got the, they got, yeah, but they also, they got the bounces. How yeah, many yeah. times did we hit the post? How many times did it trickle through Bob's legs? Like we, it's, it's we, the closest yeah. sweep. If, if you're looking at those two teams, yeah, it easily could have been either way or tied. I think yeah. I, I read a stat somewhere that this is the sixth or seventh time in history where the team that has swept another team has only had, uh, what was it? So it only scored seven goals. Mm-hmm. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. So if, I if mean, my math is the, correct. For all the people that are, you know, coming at Rod for a statement, because they're like, it's still a sweep, no matter which way you look at it. But it's, Forgive me, but it's ignorant to look at these games and look at how hard they were fought by both teams Mm -hmm. and see not how evenly matched. They were so evenly matched. Mm -hmm. So evenly matched. It could have literally turned just like the puck hitting just the inside of the post by that much, and it could have been a Hurricanes win. Right. I I love one one of the big quotes that's kind of floating around right now from Rod. We lost, but we or we got beat 
or I forget how it goes. It was like something like we we didn't lose. We got we, beat, we but got we didn't beat. get swept. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Like we were the better team. Oh no! Like there's in a there's, bunch there's, of those games. He's, outside yeah, he's pretty of, much outside. saying we didn't get demolished. Like we didn't get run off. Yeah, we, we lost, the, but we didn't. The get last minute. Beat. Yeah, it's it, it's one of those things where it's I've never seen a sweep so close, and for the fact that like if out of like the seven posts that Carolina hit between the first two games, any of those would have been game winners if Bobrovsky didn't make insane saves against Jack Drury off of Kakanimi's pass, or you know somehow the puck squeaks under him and then he kicks it off the line at the last second. I think it was game three. It was just. It was one of those things where I think Rod mentioned um, Dominic Hoshik when when Rod was with the Flyers and he got knocked out by Buffalo. And I think Hoshik's save percentage was like 9-5 something. And at the time before game four, Bobrovsky was like at a 9-7-1 or 9-7-5, some ridiculously high save percentage stat. It's just Bobrovsky just somehow became – the guy he was in Columbus before he got that $10 million contract where he was just absolutely a brick wall and a half. It's just, it's one of those things. I mean, Colin, like what were your thoughts just overall from what Rod said and just looking at the games outside of just looking at box scores and, you know, people dancing on the hurricanes because all oh, they got sw- swept. I think, uh, so starting with the Rod thing and then I'll circle back to why everyone is deciding to dog us, which I think is fair, but whatever anyone who looks at what Rod says and it's just like, oh, he just can't admit his team lost. You're an idiot. Or you just didn't listen to the full statement. Like, it's one of the two because he admits, yeah, we lost. Like, we, you know, in the record book, it will show this as a sweep. But if you look back on it, it really wasn't that. And that is a very true statement. If you watched all four games, like all of us did, and I'm assuming most of the listeners did, of course, every single game was a one-goal game. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. Mm-hmm. All but game three were decided within the final five seconds or in overtime. That's not a traditional you got dominated, go home, sweep, go cry on the golf course. This was this was the most like hockey gods have something against you series of all time. Mm-hmm. And as much as I don't want to admit it, yeah, it's totally possible the Florida Panthers are just a team of destiny now. Knocking off the best regular season team of all time knocking off the maple Leafs, who i never thought we were going to get out of that round but i was going to say they finally beat their curse i mean they were they were always going to lose in the second round because that was the cup for them they wasted all their energy celebrating that nothing else mattered Mm -hmm. but florida still impressively knocked them out of the second round and then sweeping us in games where I mean, there were bad periods by the Hurricanes, don't get me wrong. Like, there oh, were absolutely. moments of poor play. The power play just wasn't up to snuff, but what else is new? Pelikill is lights out the For whole mo- time. Most, mostly. Uh, I don't outside, know okay, outside, outside of a couple. Outside I was going to say, yeah, it, it wasn't as lights out as we were used to seeing in rounds one and two. But I, I think it fell off a bit. It did fall off a bit. Um, well, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't help you get the majority of the penalties, but that's yeah, also this very is true. Very true. But basically, what Rod was saying, and and this is his job as the head coach of the team, and it just so happens he has to say it to the media too because they asked. Don't you know? Let your head fall below your shoulders. You didn't get dominated. 
This isn't a statement by Florida. You lost. It's not a true sweep. You win every single game. And honestly, game four should have gone to overtime. And he's not going to say that because he doesn't want to get fined again, even though I feel like if I was Rod Brindamore, fuck it, right? I'm a millionaire. I'm going to say whatever I want. Find me. I'll keep donating to the NHL Foundation. I don't care. I would have gotten fined after game three just how bad officiating was for the fact that it was like three straight slashings that were absolutely soft. And it's just – and the fact that almost everyone and their mother on social media and just watching the games in general were like, this is the worst of this. This whole series has been an absolute joke. I mean, not just the series though. It's been like that across the board. Oh, it it has. Yeah. The playoffs in general have been bad, but like game three, game game three was the the worst. I think game three was the worst that I've ever seen. And I've seen some bad games. I think that one was probably the worst officiating. It was just, it was terrible. And then, um, you know, Colin, going back to what you said with like, you know, talking about quotes and stuff, like even Jordan Stahl today said, you know, we gave it, we gave it all we had. We worked hard until the very end. I'm proud of this group. And for me, it's, you have to be proud of this group. Like, yeah, it sucks the way they went out and stuff like that. And, you know, losing in four, but I mean, what more, what more could you do? I mean, they, I, yeah, they, they have some bad periods. Sure. But overall though, I thought they were the best team on the ice this entire series. It's just like you said, what can you do when you're not getting the bounces? And I'm it's just so it's, fucking proud of this team. Sorry, I've been quiet because I've been cat of, of my oh. thoughts. I know. Um, hey, at least it I'm wasn't so, me first. It was I'm me so, first. No, it was <laughs> Colin for wait. I, I'm wait, so, I, wait I, I need to make a PSA real quick. You don't listen if you have if you have headphones on. Just be warned. There might no, be some. No, rancing. it's a quiet. <laughs> it's a quiet rage Where, today. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'm so proud of them. I don't understand the mindset of everyone, of many people coming and saying, well, this is the hurricanes we all expected. No, it's not. You start, we lost Vetch. You didn't think they'd even make playoffs. You thought they'd yeah. lose the first seat, the first spot. Mm-hmm. Making it this for, far every, with everything you've re- run through. Cherry on top. You're on record for thinking, not you guys, in general, the people that said that are on record for saying that. You didn't think we'd get out of the first round when we went against the Islanders. We made it out of the first round. We lost one game to the Devils. You didn't think they were getting past the Devils. They made it to the ECF. They made it that far with all the injuries we had, with the questions and the goal, and just literal. We didn't think going into the playoffs. Told me they can't score on the pen, on the power play. They proved that wrong. They can score. He told me that they can't score in general. Look at the second round, which all of the media people decide to ignore right now. Averaged over five goals a game. You're coming. Yes. There was only three teams that averaged more goals than them during playoffs. And there's only one left in playoffs right now that had more than that when it's Vegas. So I'm very proud of this team. What I know many Kaniacs are feeling right now, it's the sting of disappointment because like Rod said, it doesn't feel like we should have lost. I do think the guys gave it their all. We had issues with the power play at times. Fine. Towards this series. But this series decided by one goal. And like against a goalie that was insane. And then even when people are like, well, stop shooting it right at his chest. I know. I felt that. I saw some of those shots. But he even stopped shots that were impossible to seem to save. He still stopped them. Aho, third game. Shot everything at his ears. He hit it off his mask. He hit a Bob saved it. So to say that they're 
you're just like, these are the hurricanes we expected. I mean, no. I guess you're right and you're wrong. Because, yeah, these are the hurricanes I expected to fight until the very end. We tied it up last night. And the last night, of course, it was quick. Twice. That's what he's been doing. They, they tied it twice last night. Yes. But also in Hurricanes fashion, of course, in a game that's beyond physical and a game where you tell me, all right, it's playoff hockey. They're not going to call that. Okay. Then why did they call this? It's the consistency. So whatever. We've talked about how bad the, the refing and officiating has been for all teams in the playoffs. I'm not going to say it's just a hurricane thing. I've watched other games and it's been bad. Oh, it's been bad. Yeah. But for that call to happen, and just the way that it happens where I do believe it was goaltender interference. Mm-hmm. I do believe. You had a legend of a goaltender on the media panel saying that interferes with A media Anderson panel that's done almost nothing but go across the goal. Yes. He says that does interfere with it. Give me a goalie looking at these, please. If no one knows what goaltender interference is, maybe get some goalies on that panel and they can help you. Because I feel like they would know. But regardless, to have that happen on a power play where you didn't call anything else the rest of the game, but you call that on a power play after you've taken out our top penalty killer. And and and, and Nason left too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You lost lost Nason. I am not. There's multiple things I could be disappointed with, but it's not this team because I think they fought literally till the end. And I'll take Ultimately. it because I, I, and I can understand why Rod was what he was saying because it's like literally what else could they have done? They forced overtimes. Third and fourth game, both would have also gone to overtimes if in the third game the refs actually maybe blew a couple more whistles or decided to actually swallow their whistles for all the calls. And this game, I think, should have gone to overtime. So you're going to tell me that I, that he's wrong, that this was a, I mean, yeah, I guess technically it's a sweep but a sweep of a team that you're pushing them to almost overtime every game and they can only beat you by one goal where it's literally puck luck where the first one, it goes to four overtimes and your defense is so dang tired. They make one mistake that they normally don't make. Second time, your two defensemen, top defensemen, unlucky as hell to get their stick blade caught in the other one's skate. Third one's decided on a penalty. All right, fine. That's hard to come back from because Bob is an absolute wall. And then this one is decided on a penalty. And there's a technically, in my opinion, goaltender interference. Like you can't put any more odds against these guys. And I'm so proud of them for the way they fought back against it. Whether it be their own team collapsing from injuries or just the league in general being so hard to fight against. And on top of a, I think the Panthers are a good team. I think, I think their goalie is getting them through it. Mm-hmm. Do I think they're above average than the rest of the teams that they've been played? No. I think Bob has been above average. I yeah. think good goaltending is what wins you games. And for everyone saying, well, you ha- great teams find a way to beat it. No. Games get won from good goaltending. Literally. Well, and a it doesn't help too. Can it... win with a good goaltender. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't help too. There's, there's no faulting that Matthew Kachuk was a huge factor in this series for yeah. them as well. I mean, look at him, three of the four games he won the, or got the game-winning goal. He and well, the thing was, he was mainly silent too for most of those games, which makes it even worse for the fact that you don't really saw much of him. 
until the very end where it's like, okay. Right. So yes, goaltending plays a huge part of it, but we, we got bobbed and Matthew Kachucked. That, that I mean, I, I, I say Bob walks. So, Chuck E. Cheese could run. I mean, he literally got him <laughs> to the point where he could score those overtime. No, let's to be to be fair. To be fair, if, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for Alex Lyon absolutely going like God mode in the last week, like last couple weeks of the season to get them into the playoffs, Florida isn't talking about a playoff. And if the Penguins decided to beat Chicago, Florida never would have made it either. But Why does I know it always come back to Chicago. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, it is what it is. But yeah, it's, it's just tough when you look back at the series and there's just so many chances upon chances for the Hurricanes to do it. And it's just game of inches, goalies get hot. And it's like I said, I don't know what more the Hurricanes could have done. It's just you, you can only do so much against a goalie who decided to go next level and just stop everything. And you know, penalties decide the penalties decide games, and it's just been I don't know. It's it's one of those series where it's like you can't like you can't be upset with the team. I mean, I think pretty much the moment that kind of like felt how this series went was KK after Game Three, just absolutely obliterating that stick in the in the tunnel. That's basically what the series felt like. It wasn't a all like you couldn't be mad at this team. You just, you had to be mad at the fact that it seemed like nothing could go right for the Hurricanes. Mm-hmm. And just KK doing what he did. It's like, and the, 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 the takes I saw after that. Oh man. It's the, the mute button got you so much in this playoffs. I love it's, people it's, it's, actually it's, it's, who were like, that was immature of cocking. I mean, how could he do that? And it's like, well, I don't know if you know this, but professional athletes were like crazy people. I don't know if yeah. you're aware that they've dedicated oh, oh, their entire oh, life to this. Oh, they're so of human? course there's going to be frustration. Oh, they're human? No, they're supposed to be machines. They're supposed to be, you know, giving us entertainment. They don't. They shouldn't care as much. <laughs> but uh... it's it's them being they chirp each other on the ice and throw hits and all of the stuff, and then you know, for one chance, you get a view or like get a hot mic and you hear them say something. You're like, how dare they? How dare they say that? And it's like. What do you mean? How dare they say that? Did you see them reacting in the lo- in the hallway about I'm, a game where they feel like they've given it their all and they're frustrated? I I'm, would do that. Why do you suddenly think this man isn't going to slam a stick or throw or slam I, a door? Who slammed a door in their life? Everyone. It's the same I'm, thing. I'm so, I'm sorry. The takes I've seen on the internet is probably almost as as bad or worse than what I've seen hockey players say. Like. Spare me of the how dare he do this? Like I've seen some takes on the internet where it's like, bro, really? So yeah, no, you, you, no, you, you, pot calling kettle black. You you can't just you can't say what guys can and can't do or what they say and how they should feel when I've seen a lot worse mm. on the internet, especially on hockey Twitter. It's just I don't know. It's it's frustrating just how the series went. I mean. I mean, I don't know what more you could do, honestly. It's well, according to people, Zach, we should have picked up a forty goal scorer. All right, you know what? Wait, wait, wait! Oh, you know what? I love, I love the fact that we should have known Svetch would have gotten injured. Hold on, so we should have picked one at the trade deadline. You know, because all the ones that were out of our price range, 
really stayed in this in this playoffs long, you know? Like oh, yeah. there were really let factors. It is complete and utter BS that we didn't try to do that. Don right. Odell was involved on so many things. He was apparently involved in Kachuk, which I never heard about, but I know he was involved in Timo Meyer. I know he made a call about Patrick Kane. Like, it's not from a lack of effort. He just decided, well, well, it's not true. One time for Timo Meyer, he just lost out. Um, not Timo Meyer. Who went to the Islanders? Horvat. For Horvat, he just lost. Like, that, that was that. But he tried. And then ultimately, the decision was made that they don't want to leverage their entire future off of one offseason where they've already lost two of their stars. Next yeah. season, if you want to give up a first round, a second round, a couple first rounds, whatever, a prospect, go ahead and do it. Because, like, no one's on contract next year. You can work with that. Oh, yeah. But and you you're... would have wasted resources this season yeah. if you went all in. Look at well, look well, at all well, the teams that did go all in. Like, what are their – they're going to have co- – they have consequences now. They didn't make it as – they didn't even make it as far as we did. And now they, they bought the farm, and now they're like, well, now we've got to put it up for sale. Like, well, like, well, like, like we, we have, like when we had Mike Maniscalco on, he said, he said it perfectly. This is a league where the splash moves are in the offseason, mm-hmm. not at the deadline. The deadline is a – we are going to add – Certain pieces to to just fix the small things that we need to work on, pellet killer power play, depth scoring, whatever you name it. That's what the trade deadlines for. It's to help you fill in the small gaps that need to get fixed, not revamp your entire team. Like at Toronto, like Kat said, they brought in O'Reilly, Achari, um, Sam Lafferty, and I forget who else. They brought in like so many guys. Guess what? Their GM is no longer there. Jason Spezza yeah, that, also gone. That, the, that, the, that's that, because he cared about that. his family members, yeah. so they fired him, which is well, yes, classic but, hockey, but, but not the point. Not the point. Well, Brandon Shan- Shanahan can go, go jump off a bridge for all I care at this point for how he how he aired that during laundry was absolutely <laughs> stupid. Yeah. That was a scumbag move. But my point is, though, it's like Dubas is gone in Toronto after what they after all they gave up to get those guys. You look at what the Devils did to get Meyer. They gave up like a bunch of draft picks, a bunch of assets, this, that, or the other. Like the Rangers got Kane and Tarasenko, didn't do much out of that out of the first round. Took Kane forever to get to get going with them. And it's like yeah, Jesse Pulyarvi. Unfortunately, they free agents I, now too. Isn't Kane and Tarasenko gonna be free agents? Yes. Yeah. Um, but with Pulley I mean, it's unfortunate that he never really got clicking because I mean, it's it's hard to get into a new system that not really you, that you're not used to, especially coming from Edmonton where you were just thrown to the side in Carolina. Also, it, Pulley was, was a long time play meant, though. Yeah, he yeah. It wasn't meant. He to wasn't be this meant to play. Fix. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. and that, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like he wasn't the instant fix, and like they weren't expecting him to be in the lineup all, most of the nights when you know a lot of the guys got injured. But Ghost was the guy they wanted for the power play. And guess what? He produced on the power play. He brought a shot from the from the defense, and the, he was a good addition, and I think he's an addition that needs to stay. So Carolina made the moves that they needed to do, and I'm so tired of people going back to the deadline saying, oh, well, if Carolina did more, they would have been fine. Stop with stop going back to the deadline as a take because it's not, it's not a thing that is relevant to what's going on. No team that loaded up got better. In the playoffs, there was no addition. Got, Mike, Mike said beat, it perfectly. Mike said it perfectly. We got beat by a team that did nothing. Their Chuck E. Cheese came on the off season. He's an off season. Yeah, they went all in on him, 
and they went on it. They showed all the other guys they'd acquired over the They went on them all season and they did, they bought into it, but they weren't trade deadline pickups. No, the Canes did that. We were all excited in the off season because you saw we got patches, we got birds. These were big pickup. They're big deals. Unfortunately, patches got hurt. It's like you can't you can't be like, oh, you didn't do this, or I told you so. The Canes were. They literally tried. I need one of you who thinks that you can say I told you so to show me that magic eight ball that told you all of this stuff was going to happen. I'm, and I'm, that I'm, you were able I'm, to turn around and I'm say, wow, the Canes I'm didn't so, do anything. I'm so tired of the I told you so's. I expected this. The team should have done this. Blah, blah. Just please, for the love of gosh, stop dancing on this team. Stop trying to think you're dunking on because, oh, well, I said this. Oh, they proved me right. They proved – none of your takes were proven right. You've been wrong all season, and I'm tired of the fan. I'm, I I love the Hurricanes fan base, but there are some people, and I'm not going after everyone. You know who Just you me. are. Just me, yeah. No. Hi. No. I'm well, the problem. I, it's me. It's me. <laughs> no, I, I've even said this on Twitter. The people in around that, around the league and some of the fan base, I put that in parentheses, have been riding this team off since the deadline. Stop trying to dance on the team and stop trying to act like that your point was proven. No point was proven right. And stop acting like you're a fan of this team when you are constantly negative and then constantly looking for a way to complain or this, that, or the other, or blame Don Waddell or keep bringing up, we like our team because you think that's going to do something. That that's going to – it's a clap back. And the fact that you – like you shout into the void of the admins who are just trying to do their job of keeping you updated – and at the graphics team, because, oh, they gave up in their game four graphics. Stop. The team sees what you're saying online, and you wonder why they don't want to interact with you sometimes. Stop. You I think if people realize how many people within the organization see those stupid, random, like, mean-spirited tweets, it would really change their mind. Oh, because if you're tweeting at the team and or like subtweeting them or any member of the organization, whether it's Walter Ruff, Mike Maniscalco, uh, you know, Mike Foreman, whoever, they see that. And oh, especially for the at Kane's account, they pay people to look through every reply so they can engage where they can to help build the fan base. They see all of it. And I know now of at least two people who are on the social media team who left. because they just didn't want to deal with the toxicity. Yeah, and like, like even, even even Dan's on there too. Like Dan is yeah. relevant all over Kane's Twitter. And specifically for the Doom and Gloomers, it's they just like to move the goalposts. I'm not going to say they're not real fans. It's just their personality is just so incredibly negative that I would hate to have to spend time with them in real life. Because well, it's just well at the beginning of the season it was well Brent Burns isn't going to work out. Why would you get him? Oh my God, you're going to replace. Trocheck with KK, this entire team is going to go down. They're not going to make the playoffs. And then we, the first month wasn't great. And the Devils went on that, you know, historic win streak. And all of a sudden, there was a little Carolina's fallen off. That's what the Carolina's fallen off. They'll be lucky to make the playoffs. Well, we didn't. We got much better as the season went on. And then Patches comes back. And well, he's not going to do anything. He had, he played three full games and had three goals. That's uh, pretty good in my eyes. I think it was, then, it was about six points in three games. I think it was like almost a two point two points I, a game. I don't. I just remember the three goals and three full game things. Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. Away. He he went off. Yeah, he went off. Yeah, it's just, three oh, total points. Well, then okay. he gets injured, and everyone's like, "Oh, well, 
looks like Don Waddell doesn't know what he's doing. And then Andres Fetchenkopf goes down. And, well, they're definitely not going to win the Metro now. They still won the Metro, by the way. Mm-hmm. And oh, <laughs> they're not going to get past the Islanders. They got past the Islanders pretty easily, honestly. They're not going to get past the Devils. They got past the Devils even easier than they got past the Islanders. And there's a world who not going to go to the finals. Constantly moving the goalposts doesn't make your original take right. It just shows that you actually don't care about having actual opinions. You just want something to complain about. Yeah, and like, and like I said, I'm not saying it's all fans or it's it's just the one – like people on Twitter know which ones we're talking about and the fans that are – you know, I understand that you people are allowed to be frustrated. Yes, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not trying to gatekeep before everyone comes and yells at us about doing that. It's just gatekeeper. <laughs> but just stop. But just stop being negative. Like if you're if you're a fan of this team, why are you always constantly negative? Why are you always constantly being on, going online to be combative with other fans? It's just like we're supposed to enjoy this. It's an escapism to enjoy this team, to enjoy the league, and it's just like enjoy the Hurricanes mainly. But it's just I'm just tired of the negative comments. I'm just tired of people we, always trying to find a way to dunk on this team. It's like stop. Yeah. Just stop. And we understand being frustrated. You've seen me and Bailey be like, stop shooting at his chest. Like, it's like little things Literally. like that. You're like, can we please shoot on goal? Or like something like that. It's it, That's fine. Like, you can be like, can we just try something different? Or like, there's a so- difference but- between being supportive and pointing out flaws that need to be fixed versus just downing on the team all the time like that's all you're known for there i i also pointing and also pointing out flaws like you can be like wow they really needed to fix this scoring or whatever da, da. and then we go and we win a bunch of games guys are scoring pat maybe patches are whatever we do really well so you're like oh okay like you start cheering for them get excited and then something happens where we get bad puck luck some guy gets injured and you're immediately like well my original thing was right and it's like so you're only happy when we're winning the way you want us to be winning like it's it they're human like this is not going to go perfectly you're not going to be able to tell the future about how no, this no, going to go no t- no team is ever going to go 82 and 0 and i know storm except the hurricanes next season calm down yeah leave course, it, you leave know, it behind well, of course well you know like you know like some you know i know storm sellers are like well it's actually this number of games if you count the playoffs and all that stuff too yes but it's just like no one's ever going to be perfect in this league and it's just mm-hmm. i don't it's the hurt. It's like you have to expect that some things are not going to go the way you want, but it's like just why be that way all the time? It's yeah. If it, it, it's our team, it's, like you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna it's like you're gonna love the Hurricanes. Just love the team. Stop. You're like there, yeah, you're gonna be frustrated, but there is the opposite effect too. There's also fans that don't want to hear anything critical and view everything through rose-colored glasses. And uh, like these are all your choices. That's whatever, whatever. But the, there is a happy medium of being able to criticize the team. Like, we really should hire a power play specialist. Rod, I love you. You do not know how to coach power play. I'm sorry, bud. Like, you've had five seasons and it's not working out. And I can say that without going to the uh, official Canes account and they'll be like, hey, guys, it's Tuesday. I hope everyone's having a good day. And me looking them dead in the eyes, be like, I'm going to kill you in front of your mom. And then laugh. Oh my like, it's God. the most vicious stuff they say. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, it's, some people are acting like, well, fire Rod. He's the problem, and it's like, no, no, that's not the take either because of the fact that Rod Burnmore has given us five straight playoff appearances. I love that, um, five, <laughs> or for the or for the fact that like the Hurricanes are, are the only team to win a playoff round in those five years, and the fact they've won three straight division titles, two in the Metro. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, two Eastern Conference Finals appearances in those five years. Back-to-back 100-point seasons for the first time ever because we've only had two. Now we've got three and two of those have been in the, in the, in the last two years. Um, and the only reason that could have been four was because of COVID. Thanks, COVID. It was the only but, bad thing to come out of that pandemic. I'm saying it here. But it's like for the fact that like they're going after the coaches or they're going after the GM or they're going after certain players, like it's just like I don't like I, I just don't get it. It's like it, the team like I said, the team could only done so much. I don't understand why going why I think firing the coach is a great idea or saying that the GM is terrible and we need to get a new one or you know, or the hurricanes are cheap and they're not gonna go get anybody, but it's just like it's, that's why the people they have in place know what they're doing. And it's like you, I just like the hurricanes have given us a lot. Like they've given us so much success. Like I would, for me, it's this. Why would you want to change anything that's going on right now? In, in the five years that we've seen so much relevancy and so much success for this hurricanes, do you want to go back to what we just experienced five years ago before Rob became head coach? Do you want to go through that again? I don't. I'll give you one better Playoffs or the terrible coach? Which which one? Both. Yes. Yes. I'm not gonna say yes. what he did, but like, come on. Well, I, uh, I mean, I, on a on a news platform that I never really got able to to announce, that I wrote for, but I did. I ranked best to worst coaches. We all know who the last coach who's last on that list. Just for the Hurricanes. Yeah. Not gonna mention them. We all know that, how that's the thing, but. Like Rod Brennamore, okay, yes, Lavillette did bring a cup to Carolina, but other than that, never really saw the playoffs with Lavillette outside of the cup, outside of that cup win. Paul Maurice was here for so long. Yes, got us to the 2002 Cup. He got a lot of wins with the Hurricanes, but for me, he got a Rod, lot of losses too. Yeah, for people saying yes. Rod should be embarrassed about losing to his former coach this way, are you kidding me? I can't believe I read that take. I was like, "Are you serious?" There's this probably the nothing but respect between the Paul Maurice guys. team has been to the final since 2002. Like, listen, yeah, twenty youngest years. youngest guy to ever coach an NHL team. It was about fucking time. Zach, I'll give you one better for them. For all the people saying fire the coach and the GM and like all of this stuff, I would really want them to tell me what team they think is doing this so well that that we should imitate and who they would prefer because i believe you'll have those kind of people will have issues with any team and who's running them and the coaches and whatnot unless they win the freaking stanley cup but even then like they're not they don't like then there's the people that like the worst power play team in the nhl just won the cup how do you feel blah 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 so. He, he, the only team that you get the even best power play, one. the best power play didn't even get through playoffs. <laughs> here, here, this is like you're talking about. You're talking about comparing teams of of race to success that's been sustained for a long time. The only team I can think of, play, and people are going to be like, "Well, Tampa, okay, two shortened seasons. That 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 is what it is." I think if you're looking at it like a year by year basis of a team just staying consistently good. Vegas Golden Knights, outside missing one playoff, they've been consistently in the playoffs. Making that's runs. why I Man, don't want them to win the cup. Yes. They want they they they, they, they they want it. They they were in a cup final their first season. Now they're on the verge as of tonight because we're dropping this episode tonight. 
they're playing in game four against Dallas. They're still adolescents. They haven't earned it yet. Yep. But my point, but I get that the point is, is the fact that there's just not a lot. Of, I would have loved Seattle to do it. <laughs> it's just there's a lot of teams right now that can't say they, they have consistent success as much as Carolina has. Yes, the Kings haven't won a cup in the five years, but the fact that every year, I forget who said it, every year the team has learned from a past mistake and gotten better from it. Yeah, and, that, and, 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 and that's that's the thing. Like It's about getting better every season. It's like no one's going to win a cup every year. Like Tampa's won it twice back-to-back. Pittsburgh did it twice. The last team that's gone three or more, you're looking at like the Islanders back in like the Islanders and the Oilers. Even the I Oilers, mean, even the Oilers didn't win three straight. You've got you've got consistency from the Maple Leafs every year. In the regular <laughs> they season. finally won that I just, round. What do you mean? In the regular I just season, don't, yes, I think I'm, this I'm year is the first year. There. Yeah, I just think this year is the first year they've learned something from it. Yeah, it's just actually really quickly because I'm going to forget about it. Have you guys seen this Eastern Conference Final course that the Hurricanes apparently have now? Yeah, twelve and or zero and twelve. That yeah, I, I, is yeah, so <laughs> stupid. It is so stupid. It's just like, oh, well, they can't run on the road. That's just not true. Like, you yeah, guys were just one, looking one, for a narrative. All three they, of those scenarios were completely different scenarios. All but, respect to the team in 2009, but they barely squeaked past the Devils. Thank you. I don't remember who scored that goal uh, in the Shock of the Rock. And then Scott wasn't Walker. It, was it, was, wasn't it Eric Stahl that did it? No, um, I want to say it was Gleason, but I, I don't. I think Gleason assisted. It doesn't. It was Eric Stahl. I lied. Anyways, um, and then in round two, Scotty Walker with the power of my oh, wife has had cancer, and I'm going to dumpster on all of you. Uh, absolutely dumpstered the um, Boston in Game Seven of that series, and then they get swept by Sid Crosby's youthful Sid Crosby, I should add, Penguins. Gosh, yeah, that, it's yeah, gonna that, yeah, and that's coming off their cup one from the. Well, that's them coming off of their conference, their final appearance the year before against Detroit. Yeah, it's just. Yep, yep. It's it's it's. I like how people well, are like, oh, they're, they're, Owen, they're Owen. We didn't belong there. Like they shouldn't have been there. But that was that was that was that was Rod's. That was that was Rod's first season as head coach, and they even said it then too. Every every series win was just better and better because they finally made the playoffs for the first time in 10 years every series win after that was just as it was just an added layer of fun because no one thought they were going to do it and they made an eastern conference final this year with all the injuries all the question marks in goaltending all the question marks in death scoring and they still made an eastern conference final and they actually made it competitive it, all one goal like, losses a four overtime game in game truck on it but they're all one-goal games. Like, this is... Someone's about to make a banner of me saying this. Yeah, they got swept, but they didn't... I mean, yeah, they lost, but they didn't get swept. I would also say, technically, they played more than four games of hockey. So... Yes. Five. They played they five. They, play, they, they played play. five and, like, two thorts. That's, I'm just putting that out there. That they technically did not lose in four it was, games. Well, it, was, yeah, it was five period. It was, like, what, five games, two periods, and, like, what? 99% of another period just exactly. because it was but it's just like I couldn't be more proud of this team for the fact how hard they fought they gave us a great like I've seen you know Dan said it Mike has said it for this being the 25th season I couldn't be more proud of this team and for the fact that I think for me outside of them winning the cup in 06 I think this was the most fun for me as a fan this season 
because of the 25th anniversary. The, the 25th anniversary jersey is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Love them. Glad, glad those came back. Um, Cam Ward gets honored for the Hall of Fame, which uh, his number should get retired at some point. That, that still needs to happen, in my opinion. Uh, host of the Steam Series, sold that sucker out faster than anyone else, had asked twice for more tickets. Got to meet some awesome people, you know, from Kane's Twitter, you know, especially my co-host here. And it's just like, you saw playoffs again. He didn't it was, meet, though. He didn't I know, meet Colin. Meet. I know. What the heck, Colin? Um, I met everyone I, else. I stood, yeah, I stood around with him at the uh, Fan Fest for like I an hour. I was with like a good was, 40 minutes to an hour. Okay, I was saying yeah. I wasn't there. I, was I went to a back. bar to go meet Kat. Where were you, Zach? Like, what, what's going on? <laughs> Zach was meeting us for dinner. This is when we come back to Zach and I secretly hate each other. And that's... <laughs> no, you secretly hate me. I don't have a problem. With I don't secretly accident. hate you. I quite openly hate you. What do you mean? No. I, don't know what I, did to, I don't know what I did to you. I thought, I mean. No, it's it, it all goes back to who's your favorite guest. So. It does. It's all right. But no, but <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Um, I will say, if we're saying that now again, I love all our guests, but. My, my favorite guest, and I'm sorry, but he yeah. just beats everyone right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Colin. Yeah. Anyway, yeah my, wow. My house but, is on fire or something. You guys have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I mean, for me, honestly, I, yeah, the, the way the season ended kind of stunk, but honestly, I had a lot of fun this year just about how this season was. Like, what a phenomenal 25th anniversary season by this team. It's mm-hmm. about expectations. That's what it's always about. And coming into this season, expectations was an Eastern Conference final appearance after being bounced from the second round two years in a row. Mm-hmm. And what did the team do? Made the did they get bounced in the second round? I wasn't watching. Someone tell me. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I read games. somewhere. It was five games? And I'm it was pretty like... sure I read somewhere they made the Eastern Conference finals, which was goal. So they, they met expectations, and they did it without Andrei Svechnikov, which is funny because Andrei Svechnikov has never played an Eastern Conference final game with this team, even though he's been <laughs> on the team for two now. Um, and you did it without Max Pacioretty, who was supposed to be your big offseason acquisition. Mm-hmm. You met expectations down two guys, and the game you lost, because I don't know what – someone did something to the hockey gods. You lose two more guys. And the final goal is scored with less than five seconds on the clock. And there was definitely goalie interference. Now I say that when we all know that there was no definition of goalie interference, apparently. It just yeah. But when Toronto. two goalies say it is, I believe them. I believe Look. them over all the other hockey panelists that love to give their two cents or their analysts that literally never know what they're talking about. Paid to give I will BS take opinions. two goalies telling me, yes, as a goalie, that prevents my movement. I will believe it's, them every day. You could see Freddie going to Torn and Bennett just holding a stick there. Like, you're not fucking No, Bennett's me. there. Brett Pesci's trying to move him out of the way. You can't you can't tell me that those refs just didn't want it to go to overtime. I refuse to believe I, that. I knew with his What's quickie... McCauley's like, my wife's already cooking dinner. I need to get out of here. Like... <laughs> No, I, I knew with as quick as it came back that that was not going our way. No. Also, but I, I thought it was so easy that I thought that was a good sign. I was like, oh, well, they, they saw it. They know how they know it. Yeah. No, 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 no. Nope. 
But, See, um, we would have known if we were able to listen to, like, if you were, well, if you were, I wasn't able to, but if you're able to listen to Mike and Trip, you would have been able to tell if Trip was saying it was, you knew they were not going to call it for us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's mm-hmm. always, it's, it's, that's consistent. Um, but speaking of that game, we all know I have to talk about this because this was where I lost my shit last night is when Jacob Slavin hit the ice and was concussed. We'll just say he's concussed. Um, don't care. You can tell me all day long that it's a clean hit. Wayne Gretzky can tell me all day long that that is such a good old school hockey hit that he loves it. Subban can show his unprofessionalism and replay it all he wants. For us talking about no one knows what goalie interference is. We always talk about the officiating or rules that are in the hot, in the rule book that don't make sense anymore or are they're being interpreted different ways and literally need a, a redo. Those type of hits, I will never be okay with. Agreed. Because you're telling you're telling me, well, he started with his shoulder, so it was incidental helmet to helmet helmet contact. Don't throw the hit if you can, if it will end with the guy's helmet to helmet contact, or try to throw it in a different way. That's my two cents because I'm not down for those injuries. I know I'm more pressed because it's my favorite player, but there is no for me. There's no reason to put a guy. You're like, well, then he hit his head on the board and then the eyes, which probably did more damage than the initial hit. The okay, thing, but, you know, Bennett hit him in a spot where that could easily happen. The boards are right behind it. The thing for me is the hit itself. Okay, it's clean, cool. What I didn't like is what preceded the hit. You could see Bennett coming from past the blue line, scouting Jacob Slavin out. He's sitting there weaving through players, targets in, bends his knees, and prepares for the hit. That's what doesn't sit well with me. There's no, You can't tell me that's just puck chasing. There should be an EA Sports test. Because in EA Sports, they would have called you for charging. I'm just putting that out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would have. Yep. He also, it's like not trying to get the puck. It's trying to get the yeah. intent to It's intent to injure. It, and it, it's not even, and that. Well, the thing too is Bennett, Bennett's also knocked out, he knocked out Ives in the Toronto series too mm-hmm. with, with, with the headlock and then the slam on the ice. So Bennett. Well, the, what he did to Knives was so much worse than what he did to Slavin. Oh, no, it, no, but... it was. But, no, no, it was. I'm just saying Sam Bennett is, is well known to. That's that little, but... And people call Sebastian Ajo dirty. Jeez. He's that, he's that type of player. I mean, well, hey, let's, let's, convince, let's, let's not talk about Thomas Tatar throwing him. his stick around and smacking people on the head. They'll, they'll commend him for skating around like that because that's good hard hockey. He's making his presence known. Okay. So, by okay. the bucket, it, it's a clean hit. Whatever. But even, think, well, even Jacob oh, Slavin said it was a clean hit, too. But Yeah, by the I, bucket, it's a clean hit. Yeah. Yes. But it, it's like ultimately none of this matters anymore because the season's over and nothing can be changed. But I think if the league is going to continue to talk about player safety and talking about um, having a regular life after the game, they don't, they don't care. You have to actually try to minimize these hits. And at the end of the day, okay, cool. It was, it was a playoff hockey hit. 
but it wasn't a hockey hit. There, there was no actual competitive advantage to making that hit except for knocking out Jacob Slavin. Yeah, he had the puck when you initially went to go make the contact. He didn't when you made contact. And anyone who's watched hockey for more than a single game could tell that he was dumping up the ice anyways. Yeah. He wasn't holding on to it. Mm-mm. So, yeah, it's a clean hit. But you also, like, anyone can look at that and understand why Hurricanes fans are upset. Yeah. Because there was no need for it. And you can say all day that it's a playoff hit. But if we really care well, about and- these guys after it, if you really don't want them to get CTE, which the league won't admit exists in hockey, you have to eliminate these hits from the game. Well, and there, there are many people saying, well, if if he doesn't lay that hit and Slavin dumps up the boards and the Hurricanes go to score, then how his teammates, how could he look at his teammates? How could they forgive him for letting that happen? I'm sorry. I think there's other ways to get the puck or to stop the play mm-hmm. than that because that didn't stop the puck. It stopped the play because you injured the player. It didn't stop the puck. Rather than hitting Jacob, he could have just thrown his body onto the boards and stopped the rim from going up. It, it would have been that easy. Yeah. He just would have then had to fight with Jacob for the puck, which he probably would have lost. Mm-hmm. And and for those one, I'm I'm very aware that people hit everyone in hockey. Mm-hmm. I'm very aware of that. Because I have watched this man play hockey so long, I have seen fights break out. He will literally skate over. I've seen a man turn around to punch him. They don't care who they're hitting in those scrums. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But countless times I've seen them turn around, see it slaving, and stop. He doesn't get in the scrums. He doesn't chirp. He doesn't play dirty. He doesn't initiate fights on the ice. He won the lady being for being a respectful player, like literally based on his character. Should have won it twice. He doesn't take he put he plays so many minutes and he plays against top guys. And he doesn't put himself in these positions to get rocked like this ever. But I also don't think many guys throw these type of hits at him. And I know you're saying it's not out of respect. There's no respect in play off hockey, you hit whatever. But I think there's a little bit. Because I've heard people say, I'm like, wow, look at that guy who threw that hit on Crosby, threw that hit on Ovi. Like, wow, that was really, like, he doesn't care if it's so A generational player, he's, yeah. He's, yeah, and they're like, well, he should have some respect for him. That's, yeah, like a generational player. He's so, so why is, why is that some of the comments? But I'm over here saying this, this player has such character on the ice that I do see that guys have respect for him. And this type of hit isn't that. And not, not that you have to have respect when you throw hits, but an intent to injure hit is different. Mm-hmm. It's just so different. No, and if I'm putting, I, I'm putting myself in Florida's shoes too. Jacob Slavin was a huge thing standing in their way of beating us in that series and well, dominant, getting that dominant game that they've been fighting for for four games. Does Florida games. Skull score two power play goals if Jacob Slavin is still on the ice? Likely not. So you want likely also not. you want to go after you want to go after a key player of ours. Aho's out there throwing hits. He's out there putting himself in the position for to get rocked because he's mad and he wants the puck. Mm-hmm. How about, how about, how about Seth? How, like how about Seth Jarvis throwing his hits like too? 
Yeah. How about they didn't go at Ajo like that. They went after Slavin. And it took out a key player. No, because Ajo wasn't in their way. Ajo's just playing the puck. Slavin's in their and Slavin is the one big thing standing in between them and dom- a dominating goal. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's to me. Anyway, that's what I, I will. I want to add at the end of this before we move on that there was a ton of people that were upset that the Hurricanes didn't respond to Jacob Slavin being taken out of the game, which, first of all, I still don't know what happened to cause Florida then to go on the power play. Broadcast never showed it. I have no idea. The, that, the, yeah, I, there's, there were so many of the. We the, got a cross check somehow. The, so yeah, apparently the, the, we, the, we saw the, I remember that, and it was one of the softest cross checks I've ever seen. It, anyway. it, it, yeah, a lot, a lot of the Canes writers who were there or we're watching it, they were like, don't know how, I don't know how you get a guy injured, how a guy gets injured, then you are on the penalty kill. Like, not but like Laviolette, I think. Uh, Chip, Corey and Chip Alexander, but, who were both in the building, were like, I don't know what just happened there. And again, they were in the press box in Sunrise. Like, they saw everything. Yeah, um, I forget I forget who the other guy is. He's uh, with the uh, News and Observer. Um, Luke Tacock. Yes, thank you. I, yeah, it's like, even he was like, I have no idea what where how we get a penalty when we lose a guy, but I would understand but, if we got roughing. I would understand if we got roughing, and I would understand if we got fighting or roughing, and it's a, both players do it because someone stood up for Jacob. How do we just get a normal penalty call after that? Well, just my point was that the team did respond to Slave and getting hit. There were all four games, uh, the previous three games of the series, Carolina got a hit by a large margin. It was like 17-34 in favor of Florida. Game four is the only time Florida got out hit by Carolina. It was like 33-20 to 20 or something like that. Mm-hmm. After Jacob got hit, they were throwing around bodies all night long. They did not care. So not, not every big hit needs to result in a fight. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. We, we should know was saying the fact Aho that if it's a clean hit, you shouldn't have to fight. The, yeah, well, yeah, that, that was the other side of the argument, too, because the thing you – I hear so many people chirp about for the fact that, oh, another fight after a clean hit. Like, this is slowing the game down, blah, blah, blah. Why are we fighting on clean hits? People complain about that. But then people want to complain when there's no retaliation when there is a clean, if there, when there is a clean hit. So it's like you can't have it both ways. You can't complain when there's fighting after a clean hit, and then there's fighting after like like stuff like that. It's just you can't have it both ways. You can't. Ha- it's like you've got to pick one or the other, and it's just like yeah, not every not every massive hit has to result in a fight. It's doing not other every time. Things. Not every time the goalie freezes the puck should it result in a fight either. But that's what was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're telling, and and Florida got nothing from that. But whatever we did after Slavin went down resulted in penalties on us. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, it's 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 a frustrating thing overall. Unfortunately, the season is over for the Hurricanes. It's I think on Friday they are doing a full team availability, extra interviews. Everyone knows how that usually goes. So we're going to get a plethora of videos and quotes and everything else tomorrow um and i don't know it's gonna be we have depending on how tonight goes we might have stanley cup final action next week 
if Dallas somehow decides to fight back against Vegas, which please, well, J- Jamie Ben's out for the next two games because he because cro- he cross checked Mark Stone in the head while he was on the he on the ice. Fell on Mark Stone's head. What a weak excuse, but not the point. <laughs> the, the, that the his delusions at level nine thousand. Give me a break. <laughs> it's just no. It, honestly, Dallas is done. The, the Vegas is all over them. There's nothing Audrey can only do so much. He, there's that that series is done. We're gonna get Stanley Cup final. It's gonna be Vegas and Florida at this point. I, I don't see how Dallas comes back. Not not the way they've been playing. Not the way Vegas has just absolutely gone off. It's the fact that people are throwing beer on the ice, dumping popcorn on the Vegas goalie. It's like at this point, it's just it is what it is. But. I don't know. It, Speaking, it, it's at this point of the year. It just sucks that the fact that Kane's hockey were done until training camp, and that's like September. Hey, but I saw someone put this up there, and the bright side is is that next hockey game we play, Andrew Svechnikov will be on the ice. Yes. Andrew Svechnikov? Is that Andrew, the Andre? brother? <laughs> <laughs> no. is there a third? I'm tired. <laughs> I didn't sleep well. Leave me alone. Andre. Yes, Andre, Andre will be back. Hopefully, Patrick will be back too. You know, the Kings will resign him. Hopefully, you know, they'll bring Gosh Spare back. But of course, all that is, we'll talk That's about a that. Different episode for a different day. Yes, for sure. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, we're at the point of the season where it sucks that hockey's done for the Kings. Now we got to wait for the Stanley Cup final to get done before we start really turning eyes towards the drafts, free agency, the re signing period. And all that good stuff. Um, so this is just a playoff recap. We're do we're gonna do a full season recap probably later next week. Um I, yeah, stuff, I will though, say so. as you talk about the player interviews, I know we've had we had a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of people I've seen weren't they didn't take Jordo's end interview well because they thought it was a little apathetic, just not very lively, not emotion, full emotion, everything. <sighs> that's not. And I would, I would say my two cents on it. Yeah, that's never been him. Like he'll do the big celebrations, like those key clutch goals. Like he'll celebrate. His, 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 been, his, little, his little jumps. He's and never his, been. <sighs> yeah, he's never been the guy that on the press, especially for the press, everything. He he doesn't wear his heart on his sleeve. Like he's composed. He's. Like, I'm sorry, he's the exact opposite of Jamie Ben. <laughs> he, but he puts if himself. If that happened to Jordan Stahl, I would have honestly believed that he fell then. Here's my. Go ahead. Sorry. 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 But to compare him to, like, you're like, well, compare him to, like, Seabass. Seabass is a still a very young player. His, he very much ho- does have his emotions on his sleeve. Jordo is sorry. There's like an ice cream truck going by. Jordo, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. This man, I can't imagine what was just all what he was feeling and the fact that he didn't show any of it. He is probably exhausted, hurting emotionally and physically. It dawns on him that they haven't reached the goal like they were meant to. He doesn't know if he'll be back. And this is a team he might be leaving for good. I still think he's so coming for, back, by the way. 
I, yeah, same. But I, but to be like, well, I don't see the passion or the fire in any of this in his exit interview. He's never been that guy. But to think of all the stuff that he has to worry about in that interview, and just to, like I don't think he was wrong in anything he said. No, there was nothing else he thought they could do. I, and like um, you're like, well, he didn't show. Like he showed up on the faceoffs and the penalty, but he wasn't showing up offensively. He's taking a step slower. Yada yada. Our leadership has never been about all of that extra stuff. Well, he, and, he's been there. Again, our leadership has all been character. You want the guys that are full of emotion and fired up. You have Martin Oak and Seabass. You have Jarvis, not a leader, but you have Jarvis. It's never been the captain's goal. So I know it's frustrating. You're like, oh, I really just wanted to feel more. Like I wanted him to be like, dis- you, what you wanted is you wanted him to show his disappointment. And he was just honestly so exhausted emotionally and physically. He didn't show that enough for you, but he's never been that person. Or, and and I don't it, think he'll change. No. And the fact that people want to keep talking about, Maybe they, like oh maybe they need to take the C away like they did to such and like you know how <laughs> how 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 Maurice did it to Brandon Moore when Brandon Moore in Brandon Moore's last season and maybe they need to move the C to someone else and it's like no they're if Jorah's coming back they're not moving the C they're not going to do that they're not gonna, because even Rod said it too he's like the fact that they, they gave it to Justin Williams and he didn't want to do that to him because he experienced that with Paul Maurice of uh, Maurice taking the C away from him and all that stuff. Rod's not going to do it to those guys. He's not going to take the cap. They're not going to do what Winnipeg did and take it away from their guy. And now you have a bunch of A's and apparently that room is absolutely toxic in, in man, it's it, in Winnipeg. It's just, I don't, I don't see Jordan losing the C people calling him saying like, well, maybe he, maybe when you have a different captain, we need a different voice. No, you don't. It's just, the guys we have in place are the guys we have in place for a reason. The why we've had sustained success. It, just changing a captaincy isn't going to change. It's not going to make everything better. Nothing's going. It's just. It's a process. It's a way how things are done. It's the way the culture's been for this team. That's why everyone plays for each other. That's why everyone plays hard for each other. That's why you see this team play the way they do, and why people stay in Raleigh after they're done. Look at the alumni who've been doing the watch parties. I mean, around, just around the, the alumni area. that have stayed with the team, but look at how Carolina is viewed across the league. Yeah, exactly. Max Pacioretty came in and loved it. Yeah, what did Mike say? Brent Burns literally waved his no trade clause to Carolina to come here because he knew Carolina wanted him. And Both how of those they've players, been. though, came here because of the family atmosphere that was created in this locker room because of Rod. And exactly, with Jordan and with Williams. That I mean, but look, at, look at Burns. He literally hosted the Thanksgiving party that the captain's supposed to do. Patchetti played five games for this organization. <laughs> five games. Am I wrong? Does the dog know better? Anyways, uh, <laughs> played five games for this organization. But every single time you see something about the families, Patch's kids are still there on kids' night. Who? What? I don't. I think it was Torbo carried Patch's kids out onto the ice. That's yeah. incredible. That's not yeah. something you're going to get from every other organization. Well, I mean, that's well, I mean, part of Bur- why we're so respected. Bur- Burns' kids are literally on the bench every pregame talking to the guys and getting snowed on by Jalen Chatfield. It's just something Rod also coaches Burns' son for youth hockey. And I uh, would and, love to talk to them about like uh, Justin Williams' daughter, too. And oh, yeah, also- yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, Jesse Williams' daughter's I, on the team too, and the fact that you know he's got you know one of his sons on there. It, it's just I would love it, to talk to them to see the differences between how Rod treats them because obviously there's a like Rod on the ice during practice will swear with his players. I have heard it; it happens. He's not doing that in youth hockey. So I would love no, to like, no, compare and contrast uh, how he treats the youth players compared to the NHLers. No, 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 no. From what from what I've gathered, like everyone in, in the junior Canes love Rod as their as a coach, and the fact of like he literally coaches the NHL team on his days off, goes and coaches you know youth hockey and stuff like that. And the fact that. It, I mean, look, even look at Shane Willis. Shane Willis works for the team and does the, all the youth stuff for the, for them as well. And it's, yeah, it's the family atmosphere of like, people love to come to Raleigh now because of the atmosphere around the team and the culture. And for the fact that people stay like people literally like Cam Ward still lives in Raleigh. Like he, that's what it's in the fact that you have guys like Chad LaRose still come back around like Chad LaRose at a, at a playoff game runs into, um, Aaron Cohen and his family with his dad who's wearing a jersey that he won on a jersey off the back of whatever that that thing is where you get jerseys off the back off the players after a game. Literally, Chadler Rose saw and, and took photos with him and, and all that stuff. You got the alumni still around and the fact that, you know, um, I think Shane talked about like he had dinner with I think Bella Reese at one point during the playoffs too. It's the fact that it's just how this team is on on and off the ice and how much everyone loves like even like our TV people like everyone loves Trip, Mike, Hannah, Shane. It's just it's a family here. The fact that those videos post game with Rod doing all those videos giving away hats and T-shirts to the dentists, the doctors, the you know the, just everyone that's behind the scenes. It, it shows it's a just community. how, yeah. I'll tell you, talking to people behind the scenes, you get um, information that would surprise the average fan about a particular person or player or whatever. Like you, you very rarely know who these guys are behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and that's by design. Like they deserve their privacy, but occasionally you'll hear something that's like, "Yeah, this guy has his moments of being a dick." Um, especially Eric Holland. He had all of those moments. <laughs> oh, jeez. I have never once heard a bad word about Brendamore. I've never had anyone be like, sometimes he's too aggressive or sometimes he uh, is too soft on the team. And my, He's in the gym too much. He needs to calm too down. Too soft yeah. on the team? Oh, oh my. Non-people people within the organization he... say that, but not the point. Um, I feel like that man, they get off the ice if it's a game he doesn't think they played well enough. He's like, all right, gym time, go. No, I feel like we saw talking Yimmy after game three, and he was like, that, that's how you think you swing a stick? You barely broke the blade. You got to really put some weight into it. But, um, uh, get it on favorite, the kick point. Come on, dude. My favorite <laughs> quote I've gotten about Rod so far was, uh, I want to say it was near his 300th win or 200th win. It was it'll from Manascalco. It'll be 200, yeah. Yeah, so it was from Maniscalco. He's going to get 300 eventually, but yes. Yeah, next season. But yeah. <laughs> um, Maniscalco said, for as good of a coach as he is, he's a much better person. And he made it his mission to make sure everyone in the organization, from concessions to Jordan Stahl, feel welcomed and loved and be a part of the family. And she's like, damn. I'm like, yeah, okay. What a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we don't that's, we don't hear why... that from many other 
hockey organizations nowadays. I can tell you Bill Peters did not feel that way. I can tell you Paul Maurice did not feel that way. I can, yeah, well, the, Peter Laviolette had like aspects of it, but he didn't take it nearly as far as uh, Brendan Moore has. No, no, then that's that's why this team, that's why everyone, why that's why you see guys are, are you know, all in. They're they've bought into the system, they're bought into the culture. And Sh- Shane and Mike have said this this is the most even keeled team that you will ever like see in the league. Like high, low, bad penalties, whatever. You might get the occasional, you know, when it gets to the point where it's like, you know, when in Jersey where, you know, Marty and Rod are both dropping F-bombs on the bench. But most of the time you'll see them totally Rod dropped an F-bomb last night after that Jordan uh, call. Uh, yeah. I cut to him, and if you can read lips, you know exactly what that man said. Yeah, but it's they, they've said it they're all season, and it's the most even-keeled team. Like, they they don't let they they don't let things bother them. That's why they that's why they always play their game. They're always consistent. That's why when Rod says, "Hey, we lost the game, but I'm not upset," it's like I'm not upset about the fact that we lost because of the fact that we played our game and it just it just didn't go our way. That speaks to the fact that when this team is on their game and they just unfortunately lose, was well, because they played bad hockey. It's just it just didn't go their way. So. I don't know. Like, it, I I hate this part of the season when we have to stop. We have to like, you know, talk about the fact that the season's over. It's the worst. I hate this time of year. Yep. <laughs> so one thing about hockey season I hate is the fact that we got, you know. I, I don't it. think it like it's sunk in, but it hasn't quite clicked in my brain that we don't play a game tomorrow. Yeah, should yeah should have been playing. Should be playing tomorrow, should have been playing on Sunday, and should have been playing on Tuesday. What you need yeah. to do is build something in your life so when a tragedy like this happens, you immediately get to turn to something fun. I I very much enjoy horror games history. I don't know if you've caught on to that, Brandon. But uh, yeah, you know, I know I, I might have seen something like huh. that, but I mean but so the like they uh, I mean, once the second round ended, I started working on the ideas of the episodes I'm going to do in the off season. And now, like, it went from me being upset uh, last night. Like, I, I was honest to God upset. If you go back and read my Twitter account, you can see the extra saltiness. That no, was me. I mean, no, I, I was no. <laughs> I, I went to a restaurant to watch the rest of the game. And thank God my I have like the nicest boss ever. He let me sit after we had closed and watch the game on the TV because he knew I didn't want to miss the second period. And then I went somewhere else to watch the third period. I was bawling my eyes out like actually in front of total strangers it was anyway i had been in the building for the last two losses and that loss against tampa i like i too i wasn't pouring down but it was like the you know grown man one tear down the cheek yeah (laughs) um and that one hurt but it was against tampa and tampa fans were actually like kind of respectful about it which was weird Mm -hmm. none of them were like yeah you guys fucking suck poverty franchise they're just like anyways you know you guys will be back have a good season oh and then i was uh, the rangers last year yeah i was in the building for the rangers last year and that one i have never come to blows with someone at a hockey game i have come close Three times. Oh, that's two. Three times. All three of them were on the, the, that the night. four times. The four times. <laughs> um, all three of them were on that night, and it wasn't even like I was trying to be aggressive. It's just like there's a line, and they kept crossing it, and it's like, dude, I do not care. <laughs> like, 
let's go. Uh, so let's shout out to my family members that were being like, are you stupid? Uh, yeah. Uh, so like last night hurt, but I was also able to prepare for it uh, because uh, once Jacob Slavin went down, I had hopes went high in, the, uh, in my household. But now I get to pivot uh, to actually producing history episodes, which is a lot of fun. So I, yeah. I kind of got to cheat. Everyone else is still going to be depressed. <laughs> Meanwhile, tonight I'm going to be talking about I'm not going to tell you. You're going to have to wait to see. But it's a, it's a good episode. Uh, it's a good episode. Well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, I mean, first, yeah, we'll, like I said, we'll do our um, season wrap-up next week. And then, yeah. I don't know, I guess start playing what we're going to do next after that. We might have some guys come on and start, I guess, figuring out the draft and all that. I don't know. We're, we're going to play by your – I mean, we're still going to probably do an episode a week just because <laughs> we need talk about something i guess i don't know it's I, there's always I, something to talk about yeah it's it's the hurricanes there's always i mean it like did you know that the only re- well basically the only reason that the whalers relocated down here was because of a failed expansion bid <laughs> check back in a few weeks i got you anyways <laughs> <laughs> just, just dry just drops that bomb I was like all right bye see you later there's a whole story behind it trust me it gets kind I, of crazy. I am excited for that episode. No, that's that's going to be fun. That I'm excited for that one too. But uh, yeah, we got. But we also got some good guests for our show. I know we got. We're working on getting a great guest. Hopefully, here soon. Um, Maniscalco Part Three. Yes, please. <laughs> I'm 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 hoping to get Walt Ruff back on for a third time because you know Walt's an absolute you know he's an absolute beauty on his own right, but you know. Last time I had him on at the end, he tried to be like, oh, you know, thank you for everything you do for the team. It's like, Walt, compared to you, I do nothing. <laughs> what are you doing here? Don't do this. <laughs> Walt, what are you doing? Uh, the fact that, like, when Aaron and all of them were doing their, when they were outside the hotel yesterday, and the fact that Walt walked by with, like, you know, with his headphones on, and, and like, the, his suit game was like, all right, Walt, I see you. <laughs> I see you with the, in the fact that no, Trip well, yeah. brought back the red jacket, too, and it's... Oh, that red jacket's never coming back again, by the way. That thing's done. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, there's no way. He deleted the tweet. That thing's over. It was a good storyline for a little bit. Good job, Moose. But uh, that thing's done. No, well, the fact that they've lost twice with him wearing that jacket, no, it's just... Yeah, it's 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 done. It's over. No, the, yeah. The, so the white pocket square is also done, too, probably for Mike. I mean, it, that's... Well, he that... hated that anyways, but anyway. No, oh, yeah. no we know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, we have. I'm, I'm still waiting for the. I'm still waiting for the uh, the bill to come in the mail of us having for an extra half hour longer than we should have. I'm just waiting for him to start pestering my DMs. Like, who's the who's the uh, the uh, guy you got on speed dial? I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bailey. Gosh, <laughs> but uh, it's just. I don't know. I, I'm just. It hurts. It stings. I, I wasn't ready. I'm, I'm, I'm never ready for this type of episode, but no. what can you do? But uh, yeah, instead of us rambling on for another forever, uh, big thank you to everyone who's listened to us this year. Um, we hit insane. record numbers. Um, Still hitting record numbers. I mean, our last our episode with Mike, number one downloaded show in a week. I mean, this last episode me and Bailey did after game two. Already had 100 downloads in four days, so appreciate everyone who's been listening. 
we've got a lot of quote tweets and retweets and people saying they love the episode and all that stuff and a lot of new followers. So thank you everyone who's been following us on Twitter, listening to the podcast, shouting us out. Um, who knows? Maybe you'll, you'll hear your name dropped in, a, in an episode. You're like, hey, I got mentioned. So, you know, we'll, we'll definitely mention you guys too. Um, Moose, thank you for adding us to your excellent memes for the last couple of games. Gosh. Absolutely fantastic stuff. But, um, well, also a lot of great interactions with a lot of fans this year. I mean, we could sit here for another like four hours thanking everyone who we've interacted with, but it's been a and lot of fun. You mention my name once. Who who are you again? <laughs> I don't know. Bailey sent me the link. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but before we do go though, before we you know see where you can follow us and all that good stuff, we gotta talk about our amazing sponsors and. Uh, Bailey Curtis. Why is calling, it always me? Because <laughs> you do it so much better than everyone else. Oh my gosh. I, I did it. I did I did it last time. Calm down. My word. You have another co-host, you know. <laughs> By next season, you could have two more. Anyway. <laughs> no, I, I'm 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 fine with our overtime format that we have of the three of us. It works fine. Oh my gosh. Get ready for five-hour episodes with two more co-hosts. Anyway. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> the episodes actually never stop. They're just constantly live-streaming. You guys just circle in and out. Oh, my god! I need guys with me to work here. Ronaldi <laughs> did say he needed content for a nine-hour drive, so. Well, he's going to give it an hour and probably a half of today's because. If he gets bored, he can put this on replay. There's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> I mean, as, every, yeah, ever since we got Cat on, a lot of our episodes have hit two hours. So, yeah, you can probably listen to the entire season two on a drive <laughs> if you want to keep driving for the next three three months. Anyway, <laughs> Primo X Hockey is our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to the guys over at primo x hockey um if you guys are looking for some cool gear uh whether you play in line uh on ice whatever it might be uh news pucks balls whatever um they've got what you need uh socks tape laces um grips helmets stuff uh, anything that you need for your hockey desires they've probably got it over there um go check them out at primoxhockey.com if you order on their site and use code surgecast you get our aho discount 20 percent off of your order um if online's a little too impersonal for you you may not get the discount but you can go to their warehouse uh they're over on digs drive uh in raleigh um, open Monday through Saturday, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., Saturday, 10 to 1. Sunday, they are closed. Um, but definitely go check them out. Great guys over there. Um, if you're not looking for hockey gear, but you're just looking for a cool brand to rep, um, they've got some cool merchandise too, T-shirts, hoodies, koozies, uh, the like. They are awesome over there. Definitely go check them out. Like I said, code surge code surgecast. Jeez, English is hard. Uh, code surgecast for twenty percent off of your order. Um, great group of guys. Been here since episode zero. Go check them out. I'm also not part of the sponsorship, but supporting local hockey efforts is always a great thing moving forward. So you know, absolutely, you should always before to do that. Please. I mean, I mean, hey, they, they even do skate sharpings for five bucks. So mm-hmm. why not? Why not? Yeah, they got it all. Free US hey, free US shipping too. So if you're not even in Raleigh. There so. you go. But Colin, thank you so much for uh joining us today. I know, like you said earlier when our group chat, the fact that you had us on 
before the season started and we have you on when the season ended. It's just poetic like that, I guess. It's just yeah. a great way to bookend uh, another season of Hurricanes hockey, tw- 25th season. It's wild that we're at the end of the 25th season as, as with the franchise. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, but Colin, thank you so much for coming on once again. You're all- always welcome to join us on the search cast, even though we all know you hate me, but. Yeah, I was about to say, I appreciate it. I'll, I'll slide you the uh, $100 on Venmo. <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you don't, I know where to come find you. So, it's <laughs> <laughs> But Colin, where can people find you? Your amazing writing, which people need to sign up for. Uh, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Please do it. And also check out your amazing podcast. Uh, so this is much harder than the last time I came on because there's like a bunch of stuff. Uh, first of all, <laughs> the podcast, My Baby, Home Ice Advantage, is available wherever you find terrific podcasts, just like the Sorgecast. Uh, you can follow me online at Colin Home Ice on Twitter or at Kane's Home Ice, literally everywhere else, Instagram, Facebook, the whole nine. Um, in the offseason, I do a bunch of history stuff. So if you want to learn more about the backstory of a bunch of jorks, I'm here for you. I also do write for the team, write about the team, I should say. Uh, but that's slowing down because I now have to write a long history. But, um, there will be stuff on the Home Ice Advantage blog. All of that is linked to my social media. And that should be it. I'm I'm definitely forgetting something, but we're going to let it go. <laughs> that's fair. Kat, where can people find you and our amazing network at Five at a Game? Yeah, it's starting with Five in a Game. If you want to follow our network on Twitter, it's Five in a Game SN, all written out. On YouTube, it's 5GSN, number five, and then GSN. And then on TikTok, it's Five Game SN, again, all written out. If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter at Kaniac Chick, um, and then on TikTok at uh, KVT Hunter 74. Yep. Bailey, where can people find you and the search cast? You can find me over on Twitter at Bailey Curtis, and that is Bailey with two Y's. Uh, looking, if you're looking for something a little more personal where I'm not as active, but still kind of a little personal insight to my life, uh, you can follow me over on Instagram at Bailey Lynn Curtis. Um, I run things over on the YouTube side, so hi, hello. Um, if you are watching, be sure to hit that big red subscribe button down below. Leave us a few comments letting us know what you thought of playoffs. Um and just a recap uh, of your own, we'd love to hear your synopsis and analysis on everything that happened. Uh, be sure to hit that like button and be sure to hit that bell so you never miss an episode. If you're looking to follow us on the socials, you can follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at the Surgecast. Uh, there's link trees in uh, both of our bios over there uh, where you can find out where to listen to us, um, all of our socials, um, the whole nine yards. Yeah. Uh, and then, really- sorry, forgot one more thing. Hello. Um, I um, cover the <laughs> Colorado Eagles over at uh, Field Pass Hockey. So if you're looking for some off-season content, I am starting to get back into writing there as well. So be sure to check that out if you're looking for to support me in my writing um, and are interested in some, th- some of the things over on the western side here uh, at the AHL. So, Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at one true Zach. That's only true Zach is actually spelled out. It's not the actual number of the one. Um, if you want to go onto my Instagram just to get more personal stuff, more of the hobbies outside of hockey, uh, that is Zach R Martin 22. Uh, I am also uh, with Phil Pass Hockey, but I do the ECHL side of things with the 
covering the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. So if you want to check me out at FPH Swamp Rabbits over there, the schedule actually just got released today for the ECHL. If you want to go, if you ever wants to go check that out for the league and all that good stuff, especially if you're talking about the Norfolk Admirals of your Carolina Hurricanes. Um, just make sure to check out that over there at fieldpasshockey.com if you look for anything that's with me and Bailey or just minor league hockey in general as well. So make sure to go check that out. But I think that's it for the rest of this episode. And until next week for Season 2, Episode 52 of the Cast. I'm Zach. I'm Bailey. I'm Kat. With our Wait amazing guest You Colin. guys don't do Forgotten Canes anymore? Not, <laughs> not, not, not in the playoffs. Not lately. Not I prepared one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We get I, all the just, way. That just goes to show how much through the outro. <laughs> that just goes to show that you've been listening. Thanks, Colin. Appreciate it. No, there's yeah, a separate for feed. Me. I subscribed, and the feed changed, and it's the whole thing. Spot- Spotify has been totally fine the entire time, Colin. I don't mm-hmm. use Spotify for podcasters because I'm an adult. <laughs> Except that they sponsor my show. Wait a minute. Spotify for podcasters and Spotify in general is a fantastic thing that you can continue to use always. Please keep giving me money. Oh, my God. I forgot. Can we? No, I don't even edit it out. I'm sure no one will hear it. But uh, that's a thing. Bad so wait. Ta- so wait. Who did you? Who did you have, Colin? I'm not gonna tell. Because <laughs> or... I'm gonna say no, it. Us, one but now. we don't have one prepared. But why don't you give or take? Nope. Us through it was really, trivia. really good, and I'm not just gonna throw it away <laughs> because there's no way you guys are gonna get it. But you're gonna feel so stupid about it. What if it? What if it gets done before you can come back on and do it? It won't happen. <laughs> I'm so confident in this. It will not happen. Oh my god. Thank you to our special guest Colin for joining <laughs> us on this episode of the Search Cast. Like I said, until next week, we'll see you here next time.